0: Hey guys, you can now support this show and make your life 50% better by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and signing up for the Downers Club, where you're going to get access to a plethora of wild, crazy, and often offensive bonus audio and video episodes of the show on a weekly basis. For more information, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The following is a Goulash Media production. gulashmedia.net. Oh, <laughs> my hopefully. It's me, Scott. And this is another episode of the QAnon Chronicles, or Minisode, or whatever we're calling them nowadays. Hey, listen, you know what really irritates me? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What really irritates me is people. That's it. People. They irritate me. I don't know if you feel that way. I do. Definitely. Um, you know, it's just, um, people can be very dumb. People can be very dumb and very cocksure at the same time, which is pretty irritating, you know? Um, uh, people don't really like to, uh, wait to find things out. They also don't like to admit if they've made a mistake so the, that's a very toxic combination if you like decide what you believe about a thing like right away and then information comes out that might have made you believe something different had you known it immediately a lot of people they'll just keep, keep going believe in that thing that they believe from the get-go that is wrong potentially without without even considering that maybe they could be wrong uh you know, and that doesn't that doesn't mean that uh, necessarily that they are for sure wrong. It just means that they that they could be. And thinking that you could be wrong seems to be in short supply nowadays. Um, you know, I'm 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 here near Kenosha. I uh, I see the discourse in the local population all over social media and yeah it's that's pretty much exactly what i described a lot of people around here usually the loudest ones as i've said on the show before you're getting a curated reality um the minority right now is very very loud but regardless that loud minority that takes up all of my social media feeds just you know so confident in who's a hero and who's a villain and and, and there's not really room for gray at all. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's pretty bonkers. Of course, I'm, I'm referring to Jacob Blake and I'm referring to Kyle Rittenhouse specifically and the opinions of these people and who they were and what they deserved or didn't deserve or what their intents were or motivations were and everybody is just so good at knowing the hearts Of people that they've never met before that they you know they uh, have seen the best you know a couple seconds of a video clip of and they know exactly what's in the hearts of those people and how they were and who they were what motivated them and what they were doing and stuff and like I said once they've decided they they uh, have decided and it doesn't matter if information comes to light that maybe makes it seem like they could have had different motives they they still stick to it you know so me I don't like uh I don't like getting too controversial in the sense that I don't like taking a hard stance on a lot of these things especially the really nuanced things such as you know racial overtones or undertones to police brutality because again it is nuanced it is gray it is complex but man there there there's just an insane amount of hypocrisy right there's 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 this hypocrisy in that cancel culture will ruin the life of anybody who said anything that was racist you know eight years ago nine years ago ten years ago whatever they'll come after you right even if you're like turned your life around and you've already like apologized for that stuff or maybe you like are clearly not a racist And you hang i don't know they're still gonna come after you right cancel culture it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what was going on in the moment it's not, it doesn't matter what's happening in the present what really matters is your past you know once a racist always a racist right well but but then when it comes to rape and things like rape versus race that standard doesn't really seem to apply, and that's all I'm pointing out. Like I'm not making a judgment call on 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 what kind of force was used or how things actually went down with Jacob Blake or or or, or whatever. But um, you know, we now know that he, he that he was kind of a effed up individual and and did some pretty rapey things, rapey stuff. And uh, I'm just pointing out that I I feel like that's a standard that should be equally applied you know what I mean and like I'm not even saying applied like yeah Jacob Blake deserved to die because he was a rapist I don't take that that road uh that the cancel culture takes I just mean that at the very least like there should at least be some acknowledgement that he wasn't a good guy you know what I mean like there should be some condemnation of that kind of lifestyle I feel like there should be some condemnation of the fact that he was in his girlfriend's or ex or baby mama's apartment. After sexually assaulting her and tried to steal her car, whatever, all sorts of stuff. I'm not saying that what happened to him is justified. I just think it's puzzling that that uh, certain thinkers, certain types of thinkers, don't don't see any weird disconnect there between you know their treatment of people like like uh, Kevin Hart versus people like Jacob Blake. You know what I mean? But I guess that's where intersectionality gets you. That's where critical theory gets you is it gets you to this place where you literally cannot apply any standard with any sort of consistency at all because it's impossible and when it comes to Kyle uh, Rittenhouse again I, I think it's weird that they're not charging him with the stuff that he actually maybe did also his lawyers put out a statement he's getting represented by the, uh, by the people that represented Nick Sandman which you know, means they're probably going to do a pretty good job, but they charge him with uh, like, you know, first degree murder and all sorts of things, but they didn't charge him with like having a gun when he was underage or anything like that, and um, that's another example of the talking points that people decided were true and then came out to not be true. It's like, oh yeah, this 17-year-old kid he crosses state lines to show up to Kenosha to protect the property. I, we still haven't seen direct confirmation from where he lifeguards that he was there, lifeguarding that day, but According to his lawyers, he, he was already in Kenosha, he didn't cross state lines, he was there, and he went to a buddy's house They had that had a gun that was a legal gun, and, and that's not the other thing. I, do, I am not a lawyer, I don't know the ins and outs of him possessing a gun, and him being there, and whether or not that was legal or whatever, but I do know that if it wasn't legal, they didn't charge him with it, and uh, that's weird. They just charged him with all of this stuff that he's not going to, he's not going to actually get convicted of in my opinion because you know he was there in self-defense i i what what he did looked to me to be in self-defense especially for a 17 year old kid i don't know pretty crazy stuff but um that was a longer i took longer on that than i thought i was going to um this q9 chronicles man uh here we are with civil unrest i'm just updating you with stuff right so there's that those are updates on the kenosha situation Things have been pretty quiet there ever since the, uh, ever since the feds arrived. Um, but, uh, President Trump showed up today and that was kind of cool. Saw a lot of video, like live video feeds of people, you know, standing on roads that I know watching the motorcade go by. I wasn't there. I was working like a good cog in the machine, baby. I was working. So I didn't get to see it, except vicariously. But the energy was still there. I could feel the energy, I'm telling you. The air, the air in Kenosha and Racine County. Static. It was, uh, it was magical. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was just dry in my workplace. And I rubbed my feet on the carpet too much. That could have been it too. Anyhow, too bad that I missed it. But him coming in... Uh, is a really good thing like here's the thing you see the crazies on social media yelling about how oh my god I can't believe he's coming over here I can't believe it He, you know the governor asked him not to and he's doing it anyway and nobody wants him here but if you talk to people you know I feel like a lot more people are pleased that he showed up and a lot more people are pleased that he that he sent in help that the governor finally accepted help then your social media f- feed would make you think. So yeah, it's good energy. I think that's a good thing to happen in Wisconsin, which is a swing state that, uh, you know, Hillary lost, but was she was 11 points ahead of Trump at this time in 2016. And Biden is up like four points. And this is according to polls that, of course, are still inaccurate. But uh, point is, swing state, uh, small town America, Trump comes to visit. And the optics are overall very, very good. Really, really good optics for him. Um, and uh, yeah, so also, um, also COVID, right? Uh, people saw the CDC. Uh, you know, came out with the delineated numbers. Only six percent of covid deaths were actually from covid uh all of the other ones were with covid now i've seen people already hop on the old internet uh machine and uh, take to their defense of their entrenched fear of the coronavirus and the belief that everything that we did was 100 percent necessary and effective and they're saying, well, you know, they're bringing up, well, you know, if somebody had, like, a compromised immune system because they had cancer and then COVID hit, you know what I mean, it killed them, they still died from COVID, it wasn't cancer that came back and killed them, it was COVID that killed them. And it's like, well, yep, yeah, that's true in that case. That's true in that case. But that's not every case. And also, the vast majority of the deaths were in the 65 and older population. So, like, the group of people that was at least risk to get it the whole time are the ones that have been the most punished by their schools being closed and all of their extracurricular activities shut down and their festivals and concerts whatever canceled yeah anyhow these people are digging their heels in they're like nope it was still it was a good thing to do it's like no it wasn't because we didn't we've never done it before and that's the thing is like you're missing the nobody's trying to say that no one died from covid that covid wasn't a thing that hurt people and whatever but you know diseases do that and uh And uh, H1N1 uh, was also right around 100 and some, 150 odd thousand deaths. And it was also, actually it was 8% of the deaths were from H1N1 versus the 6% with COVID. Um, And and who knows what that percentage would have been if we had kept testing for H1N1, but we didn't. (laughs) We stopped testing for H1N1 like pretty early on. And uh, we're still testing for COVID as far as I know. So uh, that's interesting as well because that stat that the that, that, that most of them were older, 65 and plus, kind of ties into the fact that the Department of Justice is seeking data from states like New York, Pennsylvania, and Michigan regarding their decision to force nursing homes to accept elderly patients with COVID. And you got a bunch of old people died. Most of them died in Pennsylvania and Michigan and New York and Those states had these executive orders that, you know, made it so that uh, nursing homes had to accept the elderly COVID patients and and the rest of the country and the rest of the demographics. It's literally the flu. Like I said, like many people have said, for months and months and months and months. The problem isn't that, oh, it's a good thing to try to save people's lives that's not the i don't have a problem with trying to save people's lives it's just that this didn't save lives this this ruined lives it ruined a lot more lives than it saved you know what i mean and the lack of empathy there that people can't see that that the the connection between loss of business a loss of social relationship loss of routine these things have driven i mean suicide rates are just like through the ceiling i mean it's 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 insane the 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 you know i'm preaching to the choir probably to a lot of the listeners of this show here with this but you know it's uh, yet another yet another thing to look at and think hmm, maybe Maybe all of this has been political and about the election, rather than about the public health. I don't know. Call me crazy. It's just my two cents. Um, And, uh, you know, it's been a while since we talked about, like, any Epstein-type, Ghislaine Maxwell-type news. Ghislaine Maxwell is, as far as we know, still alive. So there's that. She has not offed herself yet, uh, quote-unquote, offed herself, Jeff Epstein did. Um, And she's survived longer in custody than he did. So things are looking good there. Um, And also, don't know if you guys saw. uh, You probably didn't on CNN or anything like that. But the the information has broken out of the box now so well that I'm sure you did see it regardless of whether or not it was on a legacy media uh, channel or publication. But, um, you know, like almost 200 kids were found, rescued this week um, by the feds and u.s marshals and you know other government agencies depending on where it was or the locality including like 39 or 40 kids in a shipping container in georgia um and uh i bring it up just to let you know that the administration is continuing to plug away despite the fact that we're not talking the public discourse isn't about any of that that doesn't stop the administration from continuing to do what it's doing it's the same thing with the judges, and that's how Trump works a lot of the time, I think, is most of the important stuff that he's doing isn't even a part of the conversation, and sometimes it's advantageous for it to be that way. So we talk about COVID, and we talk about the presidential elections, and we talk about rioting, and but we're not talking about judges, we're not talking about uh, pedophile arrests, we're not talking about corruption arrests, we're not talking about any of that, uh, in the public discourse, anyway maybe that's a good thing but if you know where to look and you're keeping your eyes on stuff uh you know take a look at the the show notes which is my twitter feed that i link to uh on every post um i'm seeing it every day whether it's laundering money or bribery or selling state secrets or uh, you name the corruption you name the debauchery people are getting put away for, for it it's happening um, Q's been silent since the last time he posted, which I read to you uh, one of the last times I uh, did an episode. Um, so that means things must be hot, I guess. Uh, things must be hot. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my little mini update for you today. Uh, this week you're you're gonna get uh, probably a little shotgun blast of uh, tidbits, um, and uh, yeah probably another analysis or long form like a thread from one of the dudes that i really like who think really well and put things into words a lot better than i do uh so stay tuned we look forward to it and thank you for listening this is another dispatch from the Kuniverse. make sure to like us share us and subscribe to us on all your favorite social media doesn't matter what it is gab parlor i don't care share us do it just do the thing Also, uh, Patreon.com, you can find us there and become a member of the Downers Club, which is a friggin' awesome thing to do because, you know, it's a club. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? Friggin' do it. Uh, It's $5 a month, man. It's a little ass. I don't know. You might even be able to give less than that if you talk to us real nice. But uh, you get access to a bunch of content that we don't post for free. And it's also very good. So, just come on, get off your butt, and do it you beautiful thing, you sorry to talk to you like that. It's no way to entice it's no way to entice you anyway, smile you later. bye. has been a goulash media production goulashmedia.net this concludes our broadcast day click